Welcome back to the Have Not Room. Uh, I'm uh, host Ben, joined by Chad and Brian, and he, we are here to talk about uh, week three of Big Brother All-Stars BB22, uh, including the second eviction as well. Uh, this is our midweek wrap-up. Uh, how are you guys doing? How are you doing with, uh, with the week so far, Chad? <laughs> oh, God, man. I just need something to happen that's like interesting and entertaining. Um, I mean, I picked Cody to win, so I'm very happy. Um, but in terms of a fan, I want to throw myself out a window. Um, maybe until the Sinister Six, which is already a fake alliance, has to go at each other. But that's where I'm at. <laughs> uh, so many, so many alliances with the name Six in it, you know. It's like that's that's ugh, slick six sinister six sinister six more apt for how people feel about them though at least um oh it's slick six whoops oh, that's yeah. okay. don't don't worry about it there's like 12 <laughs> alliances and none of them are real yeah i don't think the slick six is one of the real ones so it's fine yeah. um this has been a slog um jesus we could have had janelle hoh guys do you remember that? Okay. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, you want, you want to talk about that before or after we, uh, you know, eulogize, I guess, Nicole Anthony? Uh, let's eulogize Nicole Anthony first. Yeah, let's get this, let's get this out of This shouldn't take long. Um, yeah, we, we talked a little bit about it last week uh, in the lead up to what ended up being potentially uh, a close situation with the vote. Um, where we had our podcast right before uh, there was a situation where David started blowing up his own game and potentially uh, allowing Nicole to have a little bit of uh, leeway there. But then Nicole came in and made absolute sure that she was the one who was evicted last week. Mm-hmm. Um, she had to yeah, lock it down, you know. Right. Uh, and, and as Julie kind of insinuated on the uh, Thursday episode, that it was very much a uh, race to the bottom mm-hmm. in terms of uh, who was going to be more effective at getting themselves evicted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brian, what do you think about what we kind of saw pre eviction on Thursday with the storyline of Nicole Anthony starting to distrust Janelle? Uh, and that we kind of referenced a little bit last week, um, which I kind of. Uh, led to her eviction there i think um it really goes to show how well the main alliance is playing to where uh they're getting the uh people who are going out of the door soon to also aid on their next targets mm-hmm. you know um i think it's great i think uh nicole anthony was not ready to play big brother again um and in hindsight maybe she was never very good of a player in cliff carried uh, a lot of the strategic slash reads of the house uh last season so that's that's where i'm at it's, it's tough mm-hmm. to watch because do... the very end right Except for the very end where cliff thought that jackson was going to turn on holly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that, bad read. yeah <laughs> i think that kind of left to like a taste in her mouth like no nicole's like pretty smart she's got this handled but then we kind of forgot like the the month and a half of complete ineptitude that Yep. began bb21 right um yeah and uh you know what most of us just like to forget bb21 ever happened i think oh. so that's fine uh it's just tough to watch someone who you like just like 
slowly realize that they're just completely fucked and there's nothing they can do. And then if there is anything they can do, just making sure that that potential backdoor escape uh, is firmly closed, you know? It's just, uh, it was just rough. Yeah. And we kind of saw, you know, Julia had some words to say to Nicole in her exit interview, specifically mm-hmm. about uh, her gameplay. What, what do you think of that interview, uh, Chad? <laughs> I've never seen Julie actually be like, what the F to someone. Yep. So that was really entertaining for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, she like said exactly what the audience was thinking, which I thought was perfect. It made me think Chenbot actually has some, you know, some gears grinding up there. But, um, no, I mean, she, Nicole, like, blew up her own game, and, like, it was, like, a race to see who could, you know, blow it up bigger. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, David and that whole conversation with Devon, I was just, like, outside of Big Brother, that's not a conversation you have with someone. <laughs> but, like, in Big Brother, that's, like, so bad. I was just, like, mm-hmm. how is he not going home? And then Nicole just topped it. I was, like, oh, my God. Nightmare. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh... Julie like sitting down. So Nicole, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like Very much. It's for all, all that needs to be said. Yeah. Just why? Yeah. <laughs> you can fill in the blank. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Just everything. Yeah. Um, and we did kind of see like, you know, Nicole to that point inside of the house had already the day before started to figure out. She might have been wrong about Janelle and Kaser mm. uh, being these like secret masterminds who are somehow running the game, even though everybody else in the house hates them, like openly hates them. Mm. Um, and you know that was confirmed on the stage, and you could just kind of see like her, like you know, <laughs> the realization come over her that she's been, you know, needlessly trashing them oh, the entire week mm. uh, in like a really you know cruel way. Um, and yeah, it's. it's yeah, it's this. I hope she stays mostly off social media. She's already back on social media. She just put out a, a podcast on her uh, podcast platform mm-hmm. today, I believe, doing kind of a exit interview of herself. Um, but yeah, I just. It I mean, what can, I haven't listened to it. What could it be? Just be like, wow, that went bad. I mean, <laughs> pretty much I've, as bad as it could have. I also haven't listened to it, but I read somebody say that she is trying to claim that it was a strategic decision to uh, turn on Janelle and Kaser, and she knew that they were with her the whole time, and that like she thought that that was the easiest way for her to try and get votes, which is a hundred percent not reality. Um, that's just like completely rewriting a history. Um, so if that's the case then that's not great I, I really think she just needs to take like a month or two off mm. um it's just, you know yeah <laughs> I, I know i would like yeah you want to get back on there but i think it'd be smart to have a buffer person you mm. know it'd be like hey maybe tell someone what you want to tweet and uh other than that just mm-hmm. stay off there's so many good things on Netflix, uh, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Even the boys is coming back. Like you got you got stuff to to not yeah. dwell on this because this is not going to be a pleasant or healthy reentry into the BB fandom. Let alone the like analyst side of it. You know. Yeah. It's just uh, it's just bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So rip Nicole. Um, 
thanks for coming back, I guess. Um, and yeah, that's it. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Um, Good luck yeah. I hope Hello Friends goes well. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Hopefully that you yeah. haven't lost all of your credibility as a mm-hmm. Big Brother analyst heading into BB23 right. next year. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, um, I guess uh, let's let's get on to the the heartbreaking HOH competition. Yeah. We got our another live HOH competition during the episode, uh, which seems to be kind of what they're doing now where they have these safety suite competitions. Maybe mm-hmm. this is something that will change next week. A lot of people are speculating next week could be an endurance comp so that they have the extra competition on a Sunday. Um, but, yeah, this competition, we see the entire thing. It's a very quick uh, thing where each person has 30 seconds max to roll these fake pints of beer down these bar shuffleboard things mm. to try and get them as far as possible without them falling off the table. Mm. Uh, and then once they've locked all three of the men, they hit the button. Whoever gets the highest score on the fastest time is our new head of household. Uh, so yeah, we got uh, pretty some pretty good excitement. Uh, what, what was probably the high point for you guys during the uh, during the challenge as a viewer? Um, probably Ian being in the lead. Yeah. And then as soon as he lost it, everything mm-hmm. just went to shit after that. Uh, how about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think, Chad? What was I your mean, high I was point? So, I was so happy when Ian was in the lead. I was like, oh, thank God, someone not from the main alliance is going to win. Yeah. Um, and then Tyler Crispin comes in and ruins my dreams. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I love Tyler, um, but not for a third week in the in a row with this alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Kaser just slid it off the board first one, I was like, oh, come on. At but, least he let us down immediately. Yeah. I know. And then Ian goes, oh, it's mathematically impossible. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I was like, yeah. God damn it. I know. At that point, he may as well just like place them on the board and just hit his yeah. button. Cause... I yeah, thought he was probably. going to. Like I was yeah. like, I would have done it. Screw yeah. it. Show them as hard as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Launch them. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, David, uh, another terrible cop performance. In fairness, he knew he wasn't going to win. So I can get being dejected. But, you know, it it just wasn't a good look. Right. Yeah. Button. For, for people who didn't uh, realize or notice uh, at the time, uh, David spends an extra, like, three to five seconds just, like, waiting after he lands his third pint before realizing he's supposed to hit the button, which is not great. No, not good. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, I agree. Ian gained the lead was definitely the high point of the uh, competition for me. And then when Tyler got it, I was like, God damn it. I was like, okay, come on, come on, Janelle and Kaser. Strategically placed last in the, uh, in the lineup for the highest drama. Mm-hmm. Um, and Janelle got very close. She got within one point of beating Tyler. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Ian, again, winning HOH would have been interesting. It would have been at least, there would have been at least some intrigue about whether Nicole Franzel would have been able to control his mm-hmm. HOH. Yeah, because he had said to Janelle last week that he wanted to work with her going forward. So maybe it wouldn't have been as cut and dry. Mm. We can tell ourselves that anyways. But, no. uh, it doesn't matter because Tyler decided not to throw a competition. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Yeah. 
And uh, are, are we are we gonna buy into the uh, the uh, Tyler uh, didn't actually win the competition? He you know oh no he no, buzzed no, in no, when no. he only had eleven points on the board and not twelve, and then the I thing mean, moved and maybe after he already hit the button. I mean, theory. I wish, yeah. I wish that were true, yeah. but come on now. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be the best. Janelle, <laughs> Janelle was pushed, obviously. Right. And Janelle's uh, plan was pushed. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I did like someone drew like the line like of the five yeah. way back and put that on Twitter. <laughs> oh, oh, that, I enjoyed I wish, that. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's secret six point square. She's right there. Yeah, weird. Uh, Janelle actually gets two extra points to start in this game. Yeah. uh, Wow, Janelle, you won. No, uh, it it is what it is. You know, she lost fair and square. She came so close. uh, Gave us like that little like, oh my god, is she gonna do? And then no. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely rushed the third one. I think if she 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 mm-hmm. got really two really good ones at the start, and then the third one it looked like she was rushing to try and get a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if she might have taken her time a little bit more, she could have tied or beaten his score. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, and now we have Tyler first in HOH. As Chad mentioned, this is our third committee HOH in a row of three. Um, definitely a powerhouse alliance who at this point have won. Uh, I think literally every single competition except for the one that Kaser won. Uh, where yeah. <laughs> it was just Kaser oh, and Janelle Christ- playing. Christmas won. Christmas is in the committee. Oh, is she? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, just the the one that they literally could not win then. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Great season. <laughs> yep. Every competition that had a committee member playing in it, a committee member is one. So, yeah. I don't know, guys. It, it sucks, and I think what sucks worse for me personally is, like, the inability or the lack of accountability. Like, they just don't own their shit. Just own it. Yeah. Like, own that you're in charge and you're running the game. Mm-hmm. I would so much rather mm-hmm. hear that in the diary mm-hmm. room than, like, trying to obfuscate blame either upon the minority alliance mm-hmm. or, like... Oh, this is just the house. Oh, I'm not playing. Sca- you know, like also that annoyed me. Tyler being like, "I'm not playing s- all scared." It's like, "Yes, you are, bitch." <laughs> You're not making a big move. <laughs> You're literally putting up the hard targets. <laughs> yeah, like, oh man. Anyway, um, sorry. That was just yeah. Like, we're we're kind of burying the lead. Obviously, <laughs> committee is targeting Janelle and Caser. Obviously, mm. Tyler puts Janelle and Caser on the block. Mm. It's, you know, wasn't really any discussion, anything interesting about <laughs> that decision. No, <laughs> they tried. Yeah, it's just watching, like, feed highlights of Kaser just trying to, like, so, is there any chance you're not going to put us up? And Tyler just being like, nah, man, you know, it's just, like, I felt really be- sad that you said I was in an alliance, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, to prove that I'm not in that alliance, I'm just going to do what that alliance wants. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, cool. Kaser just sitting there like, all right, well, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, you did mention this, Brian. I do, because there's not a ton to talk about mm. with this week, right? There's maybe some discussion we can have about what might be going on going into next week with some potential wildcard HOHs. Mm. But I do want to do, you know, a little bit of an assessment of uh, this alliance and particularly Nicole Franzel as kind of a big brother player 
and like okay. a Big Brother character. Sure. Uh, I kind of want to compare her a little bit to somebody that I know you also really love uh, as a player and a character, uh, Vanessa Russo, where yeah, I think there yeah. are a lot of parallels, but there are mm-hmm. also a lot of differences. Yeah, so I actually was mm-hmm. thinking about that today. I felt like everything Vanessa did was highly calculated. Like, every tear she shed after, like, the first week. Like, every fight she instigated, it was all to further her own game. And she owned that. You know, she admitted, like, her... You know, fights and tears were her strategy, and I think that's what made Vanessa fun. Also, Vanessa wasn't like opposed to mixing things up uh, if it furthered her own game in her mind. Sometimes she was wrong, like she went after Jason. Mm-hmm. Jason was not coming after Vanessa, but she like built it up in her head that Jason was like the strategic mastermind who lied about the um, BB takeover twist week two and, you know, railroaded him. Um, But I think Nicole is playing similarly, but she wants to be beloved. So she will not admit that she's doing this stuff. Does that kind of track for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And if she was doing this and admitted it, I would be like, all right, Nicole, like, I see you. This is a great strategy. Like, keep doing it. But uh, mm-hmm. the way she, like, plays the victim not only to everyone else in the house, but also to us is, like, insulting our intelligence. You know? It's like, we can see everything that's happening, so you can't lie mm-hmm. to us. And that that's very annoying. Yeah. No, I do think I do think that you kind of brought up the two main points of difference which I see in their games, which is that one, Vanessa like very openly owned her strategy in the diary room, uh, and like very like openly talked about her thought process and like what she was doing step by step, mm-hmm. and like how her actions would feed into that larger strategy, and also too like you mentioned that Vanessa uh, would was very like disloyal but not like nicole uh franzel is disloyal but she's disloyal in a very different way Mm. um where you know she has this the kind of snake coal rat coal like um you know label on her but she like very much kind of like coasts as long as possible with her alliance until like the wheels are completely falling off whereas with vanessa she's like you mentioned way more uh, willing to take in like even just a smidge new information and completely change her entire game plan like when you know she found out that you know austin might be uh kind of playing her a little bit uh during the, the what ended up being the jason boot week uh where she like completely turned on austin and then the following week when james was hoh she completely turns on clay and shelly just because that's like it's it gives her a slight advantage in the game mm. um yeah, I, I definitely think that that's not, like, I don't think that Cole Franzel really has that range. And mm-hmm. I think that translates to her as a character mm-hmm. being a lot less entertaining because the gameplay is much more frustrating, boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of it is more towards, uh, like, stifling the gameplay of others mm-hmm. rather than really opening up 
uh, a lot of different opportunities for like mm-hmm. crazy shit to happen, which is kind of what Vanessa did. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Nicole will wait for the wheels to fall out. Uh, Vanessa will loosen the bolts on yeah. the car as she's driving it. Like, Vanessa was a fucking wild card. You know, you never yeah. knew week to week what her strategy mm-hmm. was going to be or who she was going to target mm-hmm. necessarily. Whereas Nicole was just like, oh, okay, I'm in this alliance and Bailey did something to slight me. So now I'm going to make this a huge thing. Even uh-huh. though Danny said the exact same thing to me before, but you know that's or, fine. Like, or you know, Janelle never. talks to her about her uh, ex showmances, and she mm-hmm. has a mental breakdown about Janelle uh, like cornering her, and, and uh, what's the word she used? Uh, I wasn't threatening her, but yeah, yeah. yeah um, and you know, Memphis does it the very next day, and mm-hmm. she's like, uh, you know, perfectly fine. Um, yeah, Danny said. Hey, when they're talking to Devon about showmances, because David might be into Devon, showmances can work. Just ask Nicole. And then Nicole said, yep, I'm an expert. And then later on, Bailey made a similar comment. Like, you know, it took you a couple of tries with a couple of different boys or something. And then Nicole changed it to something much catchier. She said that Bailey said that it took me a couple tries and a couple to guys which is hilarious mm-hmm. but uh if bailey had actually said that oh my god uh but you know now she's literally used this as like the next justification to target bailey right you know which is yeah. fine but she will not own that she will be like i am a victim yeah, yeah she won't you know she won't own that it's a a, a, a game strategy to like move the target into somebody else, she'll like just focus explicitly on the personal aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, Chad, what do you think about Nicole Franzel as like a big brother player and character here? Uh, I mean, I think it is important for us to talk about her like as soon as possible in the season. We are mm-hmm. looking at what I would say is like a, maybe a twenty percent chance that she is our first ever mm-hmm. big brother two time winner. So mm-hmm. I think that you know it's it's, it's pretty relevant to mm-hmm. yeah maybe talk about her all week. No, can. I mean. Um... No, I mean, I think she's, like, she's doing okay this season. I mean, she's definitely in conversations, and people are like, oh, what about Nicole? Um, but no shots are taken just because she's so lax in the beginning of seasons, as we've seen. And then she'll just turn it on, like, you know, halfway through, maybe around jury. Um, but, no, she plays this game where it's, like, you know, people can say whatever they want. Like, Memphis can say whatever he wants about, you know, her with the boys. But if someone else says it who she doesn't like... Now she plays, oh, I'm a victim. That person just, like, took it so so far. Now it's a personal shot. And she uses that as a way to convince the house, you know, that this person needs to go. And, you know, if it is a strategic play, which maybe in her mind it is, and she admitted to it, I mean, all power to you. That's a, cool, that's a great move in my mind. Um, I mean, she definitely is similar to Vanessa, absolutely. Um, but to me, it feels like Nicole would be more like Vanessa and probably be considered a better player if she owned her strategies. But as a viewer, it's not a hundred percent certain. I mean, all of her crying towards Janelle, it's kind of similar to, you know, Vanessa with Jason, but I don't know. It's just like, if Nicole owned it, it would be much better and it would probably get highlighted more by, you know, big brother. But Mm. the way I see it, she's, She's in the middle of the road right now, but I'm sure she's going to turn it on 
eventually. And hopefully we get, you know, something good out of her. But I mean, she plays like she did in BB-18 towards the end. It'll be entertaining. Yeah. I mean, I do think that she played in, in BB-18 round at the final seven through the final five. I think she played those three rounds like very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously convincing Paul to take her over uh, James is also you know, really impressive. Like, I, I am able to like acknowledge that she's a very good Big Brother mm-hmm. player. I just wish that she would, you know, not be so irritating about it, I guess. <laughs> in in terms of her interaction with the the viewer the viewing audience. Yeah, can I this might sound like a weird comparison, but bear with me. Mm-hmm. So gonna talk about Survivor because it's how I view all these games. In seasons twenty two and twenty three, they brought you know returning players back one for each tribe mm-hmm. both seasons one of them ran a big alliance all the way to the end the difference was boston rob gleefully explained like how he was running the show how he's like the head of this all this stuff while coach tried to be like make it like oh we're like good people voting off the bad people and made like a weird cult thing and then that rang really hollow to people, especially the people he played with, and he ended up losing. And I think it's the same kind of thing. Like, if you're going to play a cutthroat game and do whatever it takes to get to the end, you got to own your shit. You're going to look like a jackass. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we can talk about the person that uh, Nicole Frenzel beat, who was, like, possibly the one person in modern BB history who is worse at owning their shit than Nicole Franzel is in Paul. Oh my god, uh, I don't know what happened. Yeah. Obviously the house flipped. Yeah. Oh man, so bad. Uh, so yeah, that might be something that we potentially see in this season where there really isn't like a Paul on this cast that's in that kind of majority group that she'll likely be at the end with, mm. who I think that she'll be able to competently beat in the jury vote, especially mm. with an all-star jury. Um, it, what, do you guys have uh, anybody in your mind that she can actually beat? I think that we might actually be looking more likely at a Nicole Frenzel runner-up. Yeah. I think she could be Christmas, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't think people necessarily view Christmas as a power player. Yeah. At this point, um, a lot's going to have to happen between now and then, so it's hard to say. Right, of um, course. I think Memphis unintentionally rubs people the wrong way, just mm-hmm. with the way mm-hmm. he, like, talks to people. So that could be a potential, you know, person to where it's just like, yeah, I don't like Nicole, but I also don't like Memphis and Nicole played a little better, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Chad? I hope it's Memphis purely because I want him to lose zero to seven or eight, whatever it's going to be. Nine, probably. Um, yeah. Nine, yeah. Um, I think she definitely beat Christmas. I mean, obviously, the most interesting one will be if she's next to Ian, if she actually honors that final two. Mm. Um, it's tough to say. Like, imagine if you're Nicole and or Ian. Like, do you bring another winner to even the playing field, or do you take you know someone like Christmas, who's just a blatant, not, you know, a high caliber player, someone mm-hmm. you know you can beat, mm-hmm. who, you know, maybe get a pity vote, but, or you take Ian, who's, you know, basically on the same level as you, 
in terms of you know winner status. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends how he plays, um, or yeah. Nicole plays. But I it's think tough. yeah, I think if you're a winner, you gotta play those last like five rounds or so or maybe even more like starting a jury just so hard and just like leave no doubt like everything that happened this season after the jury was because of me Mm -hmm. i put you all on the jury i did what it took to get to the end this is all stars if you can't vote for someone like that in an all-star game then like i i can't do anything else you know i was not gonna win just by getting here Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think if either of them are going to cut the other, they're going to have to, like, grab hold of the game and, you know, really mm-hmm. leave no doubt for the jury. And then maybe even still the jury won't because Dan played pretty amazingly mm-hmm. um, at the end of BB14, and he still wasn't rewarded. Um, obviously, Ian was a very good player as well and played well near the end. But uh, you got to hope that it's like, guys, it's all-stars, like... And I played an all-star mm. game. It doesn't always work. I'll say that. Yeah. No. I, I, I do think it's tricky. but No, yeah, I do think it's tricky. As far as the Ian thing, um, it'll kind of be more about, I think, the makeup of the Jerry. Mm. I think it's likely that the Jerry will probably have a lot of people on it that Nicole was, um, like, friends and allies with. So mm-hmm. if she, like, turned on them all in order to take Ian to the end, like, deliberately, mm-hmm. it'll just kind of come down to, like, whether they respect her for that mm-hmm. uh, or whether she, like, allows them to respect her for that by, mm-hmm. like, owning it, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. um, or whether they are, like, annoyed that uh, they thought that she was closer to them and she ended up picking Ian and they vote for Ian and Ian kind of wins in this bitter jury situation a second time. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think that it, it would just be tricky. A, a lot of the people that she's likely to get down to the end with, with like a Tyler, Cody, Enzo, even mm-hmm. Danny potentially could be a toss up. I think, I think she'll lose the jury vote to a lot of those people in most situations. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to kind of watch whether Nicole actually kind of change her, uh, her view, uh, heading down a stretch here, mm-hmm. of how she presents herself. I mean, in fairness, like, Vanessa, I love her. She's, like, one of my favorite players ever. We don't know what the jury would have, mm-hmm. you know, done with her. We don't necessarily – we feel if she gets to the end, she would have won, but we don't know for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are people that I've heard say that Liz would have beat her in the jury vote, um, God, but I, I, th- I feel like – I feel like she – she has to win there. Like, I mean, Liz is, I feel like this is performance in the, uh, the jury questioning was not great. Mm. Um, and I mean, Liz did have two guaranteed votes on the jury in Austin and Julia. Um, mm. so obviously that's tricky. Um, but obviously like, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be tricky. Cause the only way she gets there, she wins final HOH and presumably takes Liz. Um, so yeah, I, I would like to, again, imagine that Vanessa wins that jury vote. Um, But you never know how she actually handles those questions. Hmm. Oh, man. Well, I guess here we are again, right? Um, BB6, BB7, now BB22. Mm -hmm. uh, Kaiser and Janelle on the block. Uh, Block buddies. Mm -hmm. No, No veto coming through for 
either of our heroes. So, yeah. What do you think is going to happen on Thursday night? Yeah, I mean, just quickly, uh, Cody is the winner of the uh, veto competition, which, from my understanding, was some kind of timed puzzle game that he apparently won in like 20 something seconds, something crazy. Oh, Jesus Christ, he killed yeah. it. Um, yeah. Oh so it's, uh, yeah. Apparently, Tyler also finished under a minute or something like that. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, they both like killed it, but Cody was like slightly faster. Um, good on you, yeah. boy, Chad. <laughs> Cody's second. I don't like hearing that. I don't Cody's... like hearing it though. I want him to suck. Well, we also we also skipped over the safety suite, mm. uh, which also was relatively irrelevant. Where Enzo one picked Christmas as his uh, plus one. We can kind of get into a little bit of the drama that we saw in the Sunday episode from that. Mm. Um, but, and then possibly you talk about Christmas's punishment. Mm. Uh, but yeah, there's no, doesn't seem like there's any hope. The veto ceremony happened today. Uh, the veto was not used. Case for Janelle remain on the block. At this point, it looks like Janelle is the likely boot on Thursday. So a little mix up, you know, a little different mm -hmm. than the other two yeah. times. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, I mean,. I guess one also shout out to Memphis for uh, throwing that challenge and still beating people. Um, yeah. Still beating Nicole, he, I think, was the only one he beat. Mm. He yeah. uh, he like looks like minute. he probably was slated to win that if uh, he yeah, wanted he's doing to. Very good. He just yeah. like literally walked through the lasers like it was nothing. Yeah. You know when he was saying in the diary room like oh, I'm throwing this. I was mm -hmm. like, are, are you? Because you're about to win in, like, one minute, so... Yeah. And then he sat down and was like, all right, that makes a lot more sense. He wanted to prove to the audience that uh, he could do it if he wanted to. And then yeah. he pulled the uh, the Jordan Parher, where he went, he took a nap in the middle mm. of the uh, competition. All right. Hey, good on him, I guess. He's a fucking beast, even at his advanced age, having played in 1943. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I guess I don't want Janelle or Kaser to go. However, Kaser has never made the jury. He's always been booted in this position. I am okay with him potentially having a chance to go further and maybe make the jury, though it does not seem too likely. Yeah, what are your thoughts, Chad? I mean... We kind of saw this coming, that Janelle, at least, was probably going to go early. I mean, she was either going to, you know, hit or miss this season. More likely than not, she's going to miss, especially now. Um, I mean, I love Kaser. I kind of hope he's able to just really sink into the background as someone who just has no numbers. He's, you know, not with anyone. He kind of just mopes around. Um, and I hope he can slide his way to jury. I mean, I would love to see him in jury. Mm -hmm. um just because you know case is great content like i sometimes i just listen to live feeds and i just listen to him talk to someone not even about the game just about like real life and things mm -hmm. and he's so fun to watch he makes you really think um and that's probably what also scares people because he, he doesn't hide that he's intelligent like he's probably the smartest guy in the right. house um it's so funny i hope like... he can just slide right in the background <laughs> yeah no i just I, say yeah. it's so funny like he He's obviously from a different era of reality TV casting where he's just like a normal, smart, chill dude. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. where it's like you know obviously i like the people they cast now sure but like there's a certain like i don't know if this is gonna sound shitty i was gonna say it. there's a certain like vapidness that comes along with present day reality stars that they've really strayed away from the real people in an unusual situation playing an unusual game um and janelle also like they're both very heavily like just people from a bygone era of reality competition shows yeah sad that's the ironic thing like so and obviously we've fucking host a podcast so this is shitting on us as much as anyone else but you know we'll get probably five podcasts out of this season um but I think he would be the best person to have a podcast because he actually has something to say about life yeah. and like all that. So yeah, so I agree with you, Chad. He's he's a cool guy. This, this sucks. I mean, yeah. I mean, it feels like only like him and like Ian are like just normal people. Um, the rest, I mean, I'm not shitting on anyone. I love this cast. The rest are like there because they're. You know, either they're good looking, you know, they're really in shape, which obviously ties together, or they're good characters for a TV show. Um, I mean, I guess sometimes you see it in Cody, maybe Nicole, but she's obviously become, you know, full on. I'm from Big Brother, deal with it. Um, but a lot of this cast, Tyler, it's the first thing that comes to mind. It's just like, you are a character on a TV show, even though I bet you're a really awesome dude. Mm. Um, Tyler, if you ever watch this, please yeah. don't take that seriously. <laughs> and Tyler's heard worse than your character on a TV show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it all, but, like, yeah, when you look at Kaser and Janelle, they're just, like, from a different universe. It's, yeah. I mean, I love them. One of the favorites. Yeah. And that also may have led to why they had such issues, like, fitting in with this uh-huh. cast, you know? Yeah. Like, I think there's a part where Kayser was, like, asking them, so what are my opportunities going to be like after this? Like, you know, because that is such a heavy part of reality TV. We even have people, like, saying, like, oh, just let me get to jury. Like, I'll get more followers the longer I'm here. It's like, yeah, that's great. That's why we want to watch you play this mm-hmm. game. Somebody like, somebody like Christmas. Mm-hmm. On her like Christmas. <laughs> yep, let her... Um, I think also from her season, uh, pretty much that whole cast. Elena, yeah, right? Elena. That was her Elena name. She like Elena had a whole dumb. thing. She was like, yeah. "The longer I'm on, it's better for my brand." Didn't work out that great for her, but mm-hmm. you know, like that's I don't. I would way. I would much rather see someone playing at 100 miles per hour and get booted early than someone yeah. coasting and, uh, you know, getting 100,000 followers. That doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Don't really follow many of these players you know right it is interesting uh there was a a moment or a, a conversation between nicole and danny uh where they were talking about how they were wondering why janelle came back and played the game again and they were mm. speculating that she just came back for instagram followers right which is really rich especially mm. from a, a woman who is uh uh Chiron, the bottom of the screen, says social media, uh, social media influencer. Um, and I, and I, I accept. This is yeah. all ironic. We run a YouTube channel. We want followers. No, yeah, yeah. It's but just, like, 
if you see me on the challenge, know I'm there to get Instagram followers, not to win the fucking challenge. I don't know anything about it. I don't care about it. You I know, mean, if I end up on BB, I'm trying to win. And I'm, well, I'm trying yeah, to make exactly. good TV. I'm trying to make exactly. good TV first, and then mm-hmm. I'm trying to win. Like right. very one A one B. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what everyone wants? Good TV. Yeah. Yes. Supposedly. <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah. Oh man, I know we do, and we're not getting it right now, so we're we're agitated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, is there anything else we want to add to this shit show before we call it a night? You want to talk about? Um, I, I actually but, saw a lovely highlight, and it was in regards to a house lockdown. And someone oh, was apparently yes. outside the backyard. That. Oh god, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please. there was a, yeah, like a just wall shutter before. Someone yelled "fuck Nicole" so the whole <laughs> inside and like in the HOH room. I'm not sure if anyone actually heard it. Uh, um, I, I really I think, hope someone heard it. I think only Cody and Janelle were there. I think they also said something about like we love Janelle or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that Janelle might have heard part of that part and mm-hmm. or at least heard her name. Like most wall shouters, uh, it seems to not work, uh, and because uh, again, uh, this has been this has been brought up a number of times, but in a lot of instances, people will like you know not exactly hear what's going on, and they kind of just hear what they want to hear. Mm. Um, but yeah, there was a there was a wall shouter. They had a lockdown. Uh, yeah, dude, if Nicole heard someone say "fuck Nicole," we love Janelle, she would. Maybe die. Yeah. <laughs> like, she would quit. Yeah, she would self-evict. Like, th- that would be too much for her, I think. Yeah. Oh, man. Ah. I don't like the idea of wall shouters or banner playing people. Mm-hmm. But but there is, like, a little part of you, like, oh, that's kind of satisfying that someone yeah. did that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it certainly can't make the season worse, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can yeah. talk about integrity of the game, right? But yeah, mm. from from a television perspective, you know, we're already kind of on the path of like, you know, the season's just kind of going to be a little bit of a slog mm. uh, unless something changes in the coming couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, if you're watching this, you ever go on Big Brother and you hear Wall Shouter, just fucking make up what they say to fit your. Oh, for needs. sure. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like no one's gonna know, <laughs> like. Just be like, oh, actually, I did hear it, and they said uh, you guys should uh, keep me. They love me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and obviously be better than that is a lie, but yeah. Use it as part of the game, you know? Yeah. The production will shut it down, though, but you can always get it out mm-hmm. real quick, mm-hmm. and then it'll spread. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. So at any given moment, have an idea of what you want a wall shouter to say to help your game and then if it happens you'll be able to just shit, like put that lie out right away yeah there's usually one a season too right mm-hmm. about or playing like there's playing, yeah. always someone trying to fuck with it yeah especially recently with the way that some of the seasons have been going uh mm-hmm. in terms of like uh little like the, the alliance major alliance kind of you know stopping to the end um yeah i'm just waiting for the day oh. yeah for someone to like have like a drone with a microphone on it. Yeah, that's you know, the next step. Oh my god! I actually, get out. I hope I didn't just that. give someone that idea. And it's gonna come back yeah. to, to us somehow. I was uh, thinking of it. It was like, 
was it BB-18 or something? I feel like there was one of the more recent seasons where there was like a drone that carried like a sex doll into the backyard or something like that. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I um, love that. I'm sure that person got in a lot of trouble, but worth it. I mean, if they got caught. Yeah, if they got caught. Yeah. Oh, man. Just waiting the... for like a flaming bag of dog poo right over the wall. <laughs> yeah, God. with a cold face on it. Just... <laughs> so right oh, in the man. hot tub. Yeah, or like or like a Buffalo Bills fan's gonna toss a dildo over the wall. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. That that's the Who small Venn first? diagram of uh yeah. sports fans and BB fans. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Damn. I can I, I I guess it's for the best no one heard it but you know what if what if i mean i think they all know that janelle is well liked which is part of the reason they're targeting her over caser is because mm -hmm. there is going to be a new twist after the safety suite ends they know that there's going to be a new room with some mm -hmm. new like twist mechanic and they're yeah. speculating in case it's some kind of fan interaction vote mm -hmm. uh that they think janelle is way more likely to win that over caser and if janelle goes there's a chance that maybe somebody like tyler would be able to bump up over caser in a fan mm -hmm. vote um, which apparently I looked at, apparently is like this, uh, casual Instagram popularity vote that mm. CBS is putting out. Apparently Tyler keeps on winning it. Uh, I don't, I don't know what that's all about. I'm mm. like in case there's like in the bottom five or something like that. Um, so I don't know what the casuals are smoking, but like the, the, the TV show is, I feel like doing a very good job of turning Janelle and Kaser into like these lovable underdogs. So I don't really, yeah. I don't really understand that much, but I guess Tyler has so much residual love from his season that hasn't really mm. worn off across mm. like ten episodes yet. It's recency bias. Yeah. yeah. It's all recency bias. But you know. Oh, man. Alright, so I guess with that, Chad, where can we find you online? On Instagram at Chadley JP and on Twitter at Chad Perry P A R R Y two five. Awesome. Ben, how about you? Find me on uh, all social media at Ben Sharon. That's Sharon with two R's. Yeah. Cool. And you can uh, find me on Twitter at the fake BMAR. That's B M A R R. And you can follow the channel on Twitter at WG Everything on Instagram at Wicked Good Everything on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything. And on TikTok. Still live, baby. Still here. I haven't uploaded anything to it because I just assumed it'd be dead. So I kind of shifted focus, but it is not. So uh, mm -hmm. search where you get everything on there. And, of course, tell your friends and your enemies about this podcast. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next week. Hey, your friends. <laughs>